Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of The Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Episode 10, my brother. We are getting, we're getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere. You know, I feel like not much has really happened since the last time we've spoken. (laughs) Well, I mean, we took last week off because I was traveling in the kingdom. The Middle East. The Middle East. Kingdom Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. You're the one Jew rolling around Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Somehow I don't think I'm the only Jew rolling around no, Arabia. But, but everybody's on the DL there. Everybody's on the DL there. Although, yeah. you know, I was in the predominantly Jewish area of Saudi Arabia. Of course, that was in the 8th century. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've, uh, they've gentrified since then. <laughs> You know and that name, that name, that that historically Jewish neighborhood is now Judenrein. <laughs> the uh, it was kind of odd to be watching what was happening in the United States from Saudi Arabia because they must think they must think that we're crazy. They they do think we're we're crazy. They definitely think we're crazy. But like Saudi Arabia is kind of that. Family of family values thing run amok. Uh, run, a, <laughs> run amok is like an understatement. <laughs> so we had. I'm. I was in the. I was in the land of Wahhabism, which is this very strict, strict <laughs> interpretation of Islam. Uh, you you know the Wahhabis are always on the on the lookout for deviations from their interpretation of right. the oneness of God and so on. and just like. Do you put a lot of Wahhabi on your sushi? <laughs> Very spicy Wahhabi. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I'm watching what's going on in Alabama Ugh. from Saudi Alabama Arabia. And I'm thinking about our religious fundamentalists and the way in which the evangelical church writ large has become this kind of Jacobin organization. Jacobin. On, Look at you. On the, on the lookout for any deviations from its own puritanical teachings. I think it's fair to say that the Deep South, like Mississippi and Alabama, is really the Saudi Arabia of the United States. Yeah, I think so, but and it, and it has all of the same hypocrisy as yeah. Saudi Arabia, religious well, hypocrisy. Well, I mean, you know, I don't see a lot of hypocrisy in the Roy Moore situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could say it's hypocritical when people... When people are saying, no, no, I will vote for a pedophile any day of the week over a Democrat. Over a Democrat. Yeah, I don't oh care God. what the Democrat. I don't care what the Democrat is as a human being, as a politician. What they, what he, he or she stands for. Uh, the the all pedophile know, is better. All I know is that the pedophile who plays for my team is better than the honorable person. Because who plays he's for because your the pedophile is all about God. He's all about God. Because politics is sports. Oh my God! Politics is sports, and. People will never, there are some people who will never cross over and root for the other team just because of the uniform they're wearing. It's, it's, it's it, it was, it, it is horrifying to see all of these people saying that he is preferable to a Democrat. Yeah. And first of all, they don't believe any of this. They well, that's it, because this is all manufactured. It's all manufactured by, by the, the liberal mainstream media. Exactly. And of course, I sent you that. I sent you that column by Dana Milbank, and I didn't think it was a very yeah. good column. But apparently, there are these robocalls that are going. You hear about this? This is so big for like two days. It's, the robocalls. I missed it. 
I missed it. The, yeah. But from Bernie yeah. Bernstein from the Washington Post offering. Yeah. I think it was Larry David doing the voiceover yeah. for that. Dude, the Bernie Bernstein thing, though, was such an anti-Semitic dog whistle. The it, dog whistle is getting louder and louder every day, though. I mean, it's yeah, not really I, a dog whistle anymore. It's more like a whistle whistle. I thought that, I thought that Dana Milbank missed yeah, an opportunity missed. to discuss the fact that this was the craziest anti-Semitic dog whistle. Hi, this is by Bernie way, Bernstein from the Washington Post. I don't want to pay you for disinformation. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you saw, there was some Orthodox rabbi down in Alabama who went public defending Roy Moore. Well, Orthodox rabbis. Look at what goes on within yeah. the Orthodox community. So really, religious fundamentalists of any kind are essentially the same whether they are Muslim, yeah, I mean, Jewish, look. or Christian. They all are the same kind of evil. They're just hypocritical. Hypocritical. And yes, I will say they're evil because all they care about is their agenda, and you, because you don't believe in their agenda, are destined to burn in, in hell. In the fires of hell. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm actually looking forward to that. I think it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a relaxing break from life in Trumplandia. <laughs> <laughs> it just, but it is so, it is, it's mind-blowing that this guy who, there was a, there was, there was, he was like on a mall watch list. Like this. Who even knew that malls had watch lists? They were like, this is, this is how many years ago? And like the, a long time and, ago. And the mall had the watch list for the, for the 30-something perv. Who's yeah. who's hitting on fourteen year old girls, little girls? But you know, I was listening to some, who knows? I, maybe it was on CNN the other day. But Al Franken, MSNBC. Well, but, but emails, Hillary's but emails, emails. uranium. They're talking about they're talking about these charges are so old that it's very suspicious that all of a sudden all of this is coming out now. Why now? And why not before? Well, before the guy wasn't running for U.S. Senate. Well, and the other and thing before, is, is and before the first person came out, a lot of people were afraid to come out. But once somebody says something, right. then other people are emboldened to come forward with their story. And people make it seem as if it's so easy for women to come out and 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 talk about these things. Well, obviously uh, it's not because all of the, these women right. are being attacked right well, now. It, that's so exactly it's right. No, it's no wonder that people are. Afraid that's to exactly come right. Out so people, so when people say, "Why did it take them so long?" Because I was for afraid the, I was going to get for smeared. The, for the reason that we're seeing right now, they're attacked. They're, yeah. they're, they're, uh, uh, it, it's absurd that people make it these is. arguments. It Why is. did it take them so long? Because you attack them. Exactly. You discredit them. Their character. You talk it's about their tough. divorces, their bankruptcies, exactly. as if that's an excuse. But Jesus. she was wearing something that was tight. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now there's another, I don't know if you, if you saw this because you were away. But there's this whole movement that's talking about the Mike Pence philosophy is really the one that we should be following, which is that he does not go to meetings when it's only him and a woman right. because he's afraid of what could possibly happen. Right. So now we're essentially copping to the fact that men are too dangerous to be left alone in rooms <laughs> with women. Well, here we are. We're back to the Saudis. We need to cover women because they're temptresses. So we need right, to cover exactly. them head to toe. Otherwise, yes, men won't be able to control themselves. Exactly. This is why men and women can't sit next to each other on a public bus. <laughs> and this is why they have to walk on other sides of the street. We, and it's not because of women. It's because we, society has conditioned us to accept the fact 
that men, uh, I mean, uh, apparently are just horrible people. Well, we cannot control. I think it goes without saying we are pretty terrible people. Well, we are. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm so, much no, happier no. with women running things. I mean, we're just no, can, think about how how we've screwed things up. Yes, but I mean, how is it that we are so weak that without being controlled that we would attack anything that moves? Um, I guess Mike Pence, who calls his wife mother, is concerned <laughs> about that. I'm not concerned mother. about that. No, but I also, I, I was thinking about this this week. Uh, all of these, not all, many of these serial sex offenders and abusers, mm. they're attracted to younger Girls. Yeah. True. I, you almost never hear about a serial sex offender who attacks like postmenopausal women. <laughs> right. But that's also part but, of the conditioning that we have, right. which is young is attractive and old right. is worthless. Right. Right. Like the Hollywood actress who above the age of thirty five, she suddenly washed up. Right. Right. Yeah. It's terrible. Right. Wait, but the, can we? The, the other thing that I missed. Yeah. Was and you got to you got to explain this one to me, Louis C.K. <sighs> oh, and Charlie Sheen mean? and Charlie Sheen raped uh, the kid from uh, right Corey Haim. Raped Corey Haim. What yeah, the f- oh, I don't think he raped him. Ugh. I think he had um, consensual had sex. sex. Yeah, but he was he was like, thirteen. He was Corey Haim was thirteen, and Charlie Sheen was nineteen. And Charlie Sheen was nineteen. In, what was that movie? Luther? What was it? Lucas. Lucas, right. Lucas. What's her name? The, the star of it went to Vassar. She was a year ahead of me. Um, hmm. uh, the redhead. Uh, I, I, I never saw Lucas, actually. I, I, uh, hold on. I'll tell you who it is. But, okay, so Louis yeah, C.K. What, uh, has a history of exposing himself to women. And this was something so that he would be So he would about. be sitting there talking to a woman, yeah. and he would... He would unzip yep. and start whacking off? Yeah. What? I mean, I'm sure there was some kind of lead up to that. But yeah, <laughs> essentially that's what happened. Like, that's what he would do. <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, I know. Probably at CFR that it doesn't so like, go on all the time. <laughs> the, the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. It was about power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Is this about power too? This is about. I don't. I don't know what it's about. I mean, I've never been in a situation like that where I thought like this is appropriate for me now. To right, well, that, that's the thing. I mean, none up. of this is none of this is 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 appropriate. But like Harvey Weinstein forcing women to have sex right. or forcing himself is to about. Prove, it, it, right. It's about Proves establishing a power relationship, and yeah. you won't get what you want until you give me what I want, and I'm gonna especially especially having them watch him shower. Right. Right? Is there anything more degrading to a young, attractive <laughs> woman than to have to watch a big, fat fuck? fuck. Like Sorry Harvey for Weinstein. using the F word. Sorry for using the F word. A big, fat asshole like Harvey Weinstein Oh, shower. used asshole. I mean, I mean that sh- asshole is okay. Even Mia, even your Mia says asshole is okay. <laughs> I don't think so, but whatever. All right, well, Jiminy Crickets. On this okay, one. so... But is there anything more degrading to a woman than to make her watch Ugh. some really unattractive older dude no. shower? No. That's power, right? That's, I'm going to show you who's in charge. If you right. want something, you're going to have to show me how much you want it. Right. 
So I'm going to figure out the most degrading thing possible. But so, okay, so now... It. But, okay, so what is Louis... What's Louis his What's his play? Is this like... Is this a... Maybe is this a power thing? Is this a... Maybe it's just like his when, kink. When, it's what? This is what he likes. This is his kink. So that's a kinky thing. It's not a... It's not a... It's like... It is... It's genuinely a sexual thing. It's not a... It's not a power thing. I don't know. Thing. Maybe it's power But then the whole maybe. thing was that anybody... People were afraid to speak up because he's right, so powerful. That's the, the whole thing is you can get away. So it's always about power because it's always about what you can get away with. If you have no power, you can't get away with anything. If he was just some mid-level comedian, right? People would, you know, probably punch him in the face if they if right. he did that to them, and maybe report him somewhere or have him arrested or or who knows what or sue him, you know, who knows? Dude, but like because he has control over certain things like a TV show that they might want to go on one day, then it is about power. So, so if, he wasn't a, if he wasn't a successful comedian, he might be, you might find him on the subway late at night exposing himself to women and jacking off. Exactly. Or mm. paying somebody to allow him to do that. Mind-boggling. I mean, it is mind-boggling. I mean, I remember being, you know, 14. You turn out the lights, you lock the door, you barricade everything, you know, or you take six showers a day. This isn't something to be done in public. 14 was the last time. No, what are you talking Come about? On, no, man. no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just thinking about, you know, that was like the sweet spot of jerking off, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say there's a, the iron law of jerking off. Is it, it, to be by yourself, you got to be alone. And about 14 years old. But in whatever age, the iron law always... Be by yourself. <laughs> Period. End of story. Oh my god, the world is fucking crazy. I know. Like, seriously. Like, how come I have to explain the iron law of masturbating to our listeners? Everybody should know this. It's intuitive. I was in this world where I was in this world that's like kind of twisted. I mean, women have to be covered head to toe. Yeah, this, but now they can get, they're going to get the right to go, drive there. You go about. You go about your business and you don't really see women and it's completely fucked up. And then... You cursed. You cursed again. Oh, I'm sorry. It's completely Wait, fucked but up. You don't, and but then, now women can drive in Saudi. Soon. In, in 2018. Right. Um, We've been clamoring for this for a while. We won't let you do other things, but now if you want to drive, go ahead. We're going to no, actually I mean, move... We're moving the kingdom to driverless cars in 2019. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> No, it's just like so enjoy that. Th that story last year where the young Saudi woman was at um, was at a an archaeological site and she was wearing shorts and a sleeveless shirt and and she was videotaped and there were people in in Saudi Arabia who wanted to you know have her killed. So that's, a that's bit, like that's a, that's a bit excessive. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, but here we have this crazy. We we have this crazy family values people who want to elect a pedophile to Congress. And then we like have family. all of these other people who are using power and their penises <laughs> to the abuse people. But I think this family values thing is a misnomer. Because they really don't care about family no. values. We should just call them like heterosexual white Values, yeah, but is and, is, and these is, aren't even family is, values is, because is, these people get divorced all the time. Is trying to have sex with fourteen-year-olds, white? No. I mean, 
Well, apparently, since but, we're but monsters. But what is it? Why would these people who are, they're all about God, why would they stand by they're a guy? They're not about God. They're not, they're not about they're God. God. They're, they're about, about God. They're about anti-abortion, they're about anti-homosexuality, anti-Muslim. What? They're, they're about maintaining the patriarchal society in, in the South for white Christians. That's what they're about. They're about anybody who's different than that, they don't have the same rights. It's, it's about supremacy. It's, uh, it's, it really is. It's, it, it, it boggles the mind, though. It you boggles know, the mind. Like, what is the thought processes? I just the thought process is that I'm in charge and I need to stay in charge. So I'm going to write all these ridiculous rules down, or not even write them down, but I'm going to maintain my power any way I can. Now, I am sometimes heartened by the fact that their numbers are dwindling. So, Ooh. in theory, this should be their last gap. Yeah, but, except for the fact that they'll draw voter lines to suppress voters' gerrymander states plus, in order to maintain their vice grip on the country. That, that's, only, that's the least of what they'll do. The most of what they'll do is incite a, a low-level war Well, in, in this country. I absolutely think that. You know, in thinking about it, in coming back, in, in thinking about, I, I was, you know, crazy jet lagged. So at 2.30 in the morning, I finally read that article in The New Yorker um, from March called Active Measures, in which they talk about the Russians and their, uh-huh. the way in which they've meddled in the country, that the combination of this crazy white southern worldview in which power must be maintained at all costs including supporting a pedophile combined with this external interference in the country is genuinely destabilizing the country sowing problems and even even violence is a potential here, and that's precisely what the Russians would like to what? see. It is called hybrid warfare for a reason. Yeah, they want us weak, yep. and it's working. What they're it's doing totally is working. It's totally working. We're having we a are... fight about electing a pedophile, someone who should be shunned. Seriously, seriously, we are becoming ungovernable. Yes, yeah. and and I think Russia the Roy Moore has... incident yeah. is. A prime example of how ungovernable we are becoming. Well, if there are people who say, I will never, ever, 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 ever vote for a Democrat, no matter what he stands for, no matter who he's running against, then the battle lines are being drawn. That's the battle line. That's the fault line. There are 30% of the people who are willing, and yeah, I'll say it, they're deplorable. Right. They're irredeemable. So they are unreachable. And and if this guy, if the Democrat in Alabama were to somehow win, he yeah. would be illegitimate. It would be. I mean, I'm quite frankly one of the things that I'm worried about is if the Democrat does win, and what happens? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great question because if the Repu- if more wins, they may refuse to seat him right. in the Senate. Right. So then, what would happen? Has that ever happened election? before? I don't know. I'd have to look into our the history of our country. So, and then if the Democrat wins, all you know, the forty percent of the people who are hardcore Moore supporters, yeah. you know what they're saying. What what it, the Moore has now gone ahead in the polls, although we can't really believe the no. polls. No, Moore but, has gone behind. Moore is uh, not Moore. The, uh, the other guy, the the well, who's the Democrat? 
whatever the Democrat's name is, is now ahead of the polls. A, we don't even know the guy's name, is it? Um, and it's based apparently some huge number of women are supporting the Democrat, but you still have this like forty percent of white dudes who uh, are fully behind, uh, fully behind Roy Moore. Yeah. What is going to happen if the Democrat wins? Are these guys going to, you know, pick up their weapons? I, I mean, clearly they're going to charge this as being delegitimate that the Jews from yeah. the Washington Post right, prevented exactly. Roy Moore. Outsiders, outsiders came in here and influenced our election. Right. Right? Uh, yeah, there's no good answer to that because... And, and this is why, you know, people are saying, like, don't go down to Alabama, don't go Canvas, don't go... Work for Doug Jones is the name of the Doug Jones. Okay, Roy really Moore. Yeah. Doug Jones. Don't right. go. Don't don't go. Try to work for Doug Jones. Like don't do anything. Stay away, because the people in Alabama want to be the ones to make this decision, and it shouldn't be influenced by carpetbaggers and outsiders <laughs> and all these other things. Yeah, you know what? When left to their own devices, the people in the South who are eligible to vote and actually vote. Uh, Generally, don't make the best choices. Well, Historic, I mean, no. Historically, I don't know if it's, the be- it's, it's the best choices for them because it is reinforcing yeah, a power relationship that benefits them. Patriarchal society. Yeah. Right. It is the right choice for the Saudi Arabia of the United <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Wait. The other thing that I missed yeah. and that I you know, didn't really discuss openly while in uh-huh. the, the kingdom, I keep saying yeah. I keep saying that because it's like become cliched as people refer to Saudi Arabia as oh, the kingdom. Um, uh-huh. Was Steve Bannon gave some what keynote oh, address yeah, to, to the, the Zionist DOA? Organization of America? Yeah, Steve Bannon and Gorka were you know the honored guests. Gorka at too at the ZOA dinner. Oh, yeah. my God. When you're making common cause with, with a, neo-Nazis... With a Nazi. I mean, and Sebastian really, Gorka, where's re- that freaking medal? You need to reevaluate your priorities here. What? And I'll tell you what. I'll, they see that their interests are aligned. And you know where their interests are, are aligned? Muslims. In, exactly. Their enemy is Islam. Right. And they're on the forefront of fighting this Judeo-Christian right. battle of the civil, you know, clash of the civilization they, against They the are motivated by anti-Muslim hatred. That's it. That is the only thing that matters to them. And they see Israel as being this beleaguered small country that is on the front lines of this battle. What is fucking nuts is that Yeah. The Zionist Organization of America is so radical. And you know that its history is not radical. It was was founded by Louis Brandeis. Okay. Let me just say that equating today's ZOA with Louis Brandeis is the same thing as equating today's Republican Party with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) And those concepts are so far apart that they could have the name, but that's all they have in common. Right. The guy has essentially taken the name of this venerable organization and turned it into a... Where does this guy, Morton Klein, where did he come from, Morton Klein? Is, his, is, he, is he also funded by, uh, by Uncle Shelley? Or, I yes, mean, because he is. It, has he, he always is. been funded by Uncle Shelley? Or is no, it? no, no. His... Right-wing lunacy predates yeah, his that's relationship with Uncle Shelley. However, in the last, I think, half decade or so, 
Adelson money has poured into the ZOA, right? Because it's but it's higher profile than it's ever been before. That's right. That's right. But I don't know if you saw this because this is also was going on while you were away. Um, Uncle Shelley is trying to distance himself now from Steve Bannon. Look, Steve Bannon is a white nationalist that runs a website that defends Nazis and engages in all kinds of anti-Semitic activity. All, all, all true, but that's not new. What is new is so. What, what is Uncle Shelley's? What's his? uh, I think Uncle Shelley uh, is afraid of what um, Steve Bannon is doing to the Republican Party. That he's trying to destroy the Republican Party by removing any pretext of moderation in it. Well, and in fact, that's what Steve Bannon's primary funder, Robert or Roger, what is what is Mercer's first name? Yeah, Robert Robert Mercer and Rebecca. And Robert and Rebecca, they are like they are radicals. They don't believe in government. They don't want to pay. Right. Any taxes, taxes for roads or anything like that. They're, they're radical libertarians, but it's, it's almost like anarchists. And so he supports Bannon and Trump because they want to fundamentally, at a basic level, embed in the minds of Americans that government is bad, it's a clown show, and that— Guess what? It's working. It's totally working. <laughs> It's totally they, working. It's not just them. This concept, and we've talked about it. No, 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 but it story goes back this to the Reagan concept, years. But yeah, Mercer yeah. is Mercer is the logical conclusion of this. This so super Koch, wealthy. Re- so are the Koch brothers. Right, exactly. The Koch brothers. So do you know that Charles and David Koch have between them $90 billion? That's that a lot scary. of money. That's a lot of money to buy influence in the United they, States. They, and they have they, done they it. They bought the whole country. Yep. They own the country, lock, stock, and barrel. It is terrible. Well, I mean, they're not really getting good value because our infrastructure is crumbling. Well, they don't. So, they're not interested in infrastructure. No, but I'm saying they've bought a, an asset whose value is declining. Right, right. But but so. they they are opposed. They are on record being opposed to government funded infrastructure right. development. Because they would have to pay for right. it. Taxes would have to pay, taxes have to pay for something. You know, when I read about those guys. I don't use those roads anyway. It, when I re- it makes me more angry yeah. than anything else. That and that's really the anger there is more frustration because you realize that there's nothing. Nothing you can do. About this that. money, there's, yeah. they have that so much so, money to yeah, spend. They have bought so many members yeah. of Congress. They have bought there's so nothing. many members of state legislatures. They yep. set up these quote unquote think tanks yeah, in like exactly. in, that are just are, are, are just. Advocacy organizations backed by their money that, that buy that. politicians with these crazy ideas, crazy yep. ideas. Yeah, and now we're seeing this with the tax uh, bill that's coming to the Senate. And well, like, this is really, if they pass this, this will really be the end of America as we know well, it. Not the end of America, obviously, but as we know it. No, this is all about tax cuts for the super wealthy. No objective economist, both on the right or the left, has said that this is this is good. And I saw that schmuck, the head of the Council of Economic Advisors. His name is Kevin Hassan. Oh. He is the most arrogant scumbag. I saw him the other day give a press conference yeah. at the White House press briefing, and he is so smug. 
Yeah, and so full of shit. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, he's, he insisted every American family is going to get a $4,000 tax. It's not That's true. Not true. Look, they have no problem getting up in front of the entire country and lying their faces off. Right. That's obvious. They lie. They as, lie. It, it, is, it, it is unbelievable. I mean, as we said in our last episode, your taxes are going up. My taxes are definitely going up. I'm yeah. not getting $4,000. And even, even the people they talk about, though, the working class, the people really, they're not getting it. Well, also, not only are your taxes going to go up, all the stuff that used to be covered is no longer going to be covered. And right. the tax breaks that you got, you're not going to get. Right. Well, and that's what I mean by my taxes, taxes going. The tax breaks get the that I once tax. had, I'm not going to get. But the biggest myth here, and we know this, is that somehow the super rich getting all of this money back is going to trickle down to the rest of the it's economy. bullshit. They're going to that's use it for themselves. nonsense. It all never happens th- that way. It never happens Gary that way. Gary Cohn was at some meeting where... All, all these CEOs yes. said, yeah. we're not going to, this isn't going to go to wages. And he right. kind of got nervous, him, you know, it was like nervous the, laughter. At that meeting, at the meeting, they, he said, raise your hand if this money is going to go, you know, into uh, reinvesting into the business. And very, very few, almost no CEO raised their hand. Right. They're going to, they're going to. But also, did you see while you were away the picture of Steve Mnuchin and his wife at the Mint? No. You didn't see it? You got to Google this. There's a picture of Cruella DeVille and Steve Mnuchin holding up a sheet of dollar bills that just came off the print, the printing press. It's insane. I mean, you talk about let them eat cake. That's the picture. Wow. One of the captions was, oh, I'm going to wallpaper my bedroom with this. Oh, my God. Anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just so sickening. So you should check that out. And on that happy note. Welcome back to the United States of Saudi Arabia. It is just quite extraordinary. Yeah. All right, right, man. Have a good one, everyone. We'll be back next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.